No matter how much you've changed on the outside, it's the person you are on the inside that counts, especially when your outsides have an alligator head and your insides are a magical judgment realm. We watched Dora Hidoro and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Quiet Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host producer, Weave of All Trades, and mushroom-loving sorcerer mafioso, PJ. And me, super buff, super hot, super tall, and a cleaner, Skylar. And joining us today once again is our friend and newest sorcerer here to experiment in the hole, Dane. Hey guys, how's everyone doing today? Not good, how are you Dane? Doing good, doing good. Dropped my wife off for a work meeting today and I've had the apartment to myself for a couple hours, it's weird. Dane's going to live that bachelor life as long as he can by watching Dodo Head Dodo as we continue through <laughs> Best of 2020 month. That sounds that sounds right. Well, I guess we'll see, but we'll 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 see what happens, I guess. <laughs> well, Dane, why don't you tell me based on the name alone, Dodo Head Dodo. I'm very curious to see what you could possibly glean from that. Uh absolutely nothing. Not a damn thing. Um I I looked at the name and I was like, is this gibberish nonsense? I did want to say it with a Spanish or Italian accent. Doro Hidoro. Yeah, give it a little flair. But otherwise I was like, I don't know what to take from the name of this anime. I got nothing. Really just total bagel. <laughs> total uh, to- bagel. What does that mean? Like a zero? Oh, okay. I came up empty with any ideas about the name. Well, Dane, obviously the name Dodo Hedoro didn't bring much to your uh, mind. But once you saw the poster, did you kind of get a vibe? Yeah, it seemed like they're, I mean, the, the poster, they're in a bathroom, a grungy ass, gross looking bathroom. Uh, there's what, seven or eight different characters. And you I got a sort of bathroom got... from this? Yeah, there's urinals on the right, dude. Yeah, but like, that's the bottom right has your, like, hey. one like inch of the entire poster has urinals i analyzed this picture because i didn't get anything from the name (laughs) but uh yeah i was like it's grungy kind of alternative reality uh steampunky a little bit that's kind of the vibes and flavor i was picking up from the poster okay so let's talk about this bathroom steampunk we already (laughs) did a bathroom anime this week but we might be doing a second one (laughs) Woo! More bathrooms. More More bathroom anime. Best bathrooms of 2020 month. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go through the characters on this poster. So let's start with the bottom characters. So why don't you kick it off with this man in the heart mask? I sort of thought um, that he's like a cleaner, a fixer of some sort. Um, He looks like the hired people that come to fix messes is kind of what I was going for. You know, like the, the people who clean up after serial killers or something like mob hits or yeah something. yeah mob yeah the mob cleaners or you know we're watching csi right now my wife and i and, and they just had a professional hit job and they had professional cleaners come and clean up the crime scene so that's kind of the vibe i was getting from this i don't know heart is it a heart it looks like a heart shaped mask yes, it's a heart yeah oh, yeah. cool okay uh very solid uh why don't you tell me about this person in the tracksuit with the black mask tracksuit i just assume fast quick like the the one who does the errand running or moves between whatever clans or bosses or whatever's going on, you know, is, is super fast. Kind of like um, Ida from My Hero Academia. Just speedy, quick, gets the job done. Awesome. Okay. This man with the spiky red hair. Uh, the first thing I th- was like uh, Super Saiyan God Vegeta hair because um, of the red spiky <laughs> hair. Yeah, and the and the intense widow's peak. The intense, intense widow's peak, right? Um, but then uh, he strikes me as a leader of some sort. Whether these people are all on the same team or not, or whatever's going on, he struck me as the leader. Tells people what to do and doesn't like to get his hands dirty. Okay, I love it. I love it. This boy with the long nosed red mask. So my first thought was the uh, like Fallout Boy vid- music videos where they had those like hunters caps. Um, I think they wear them in Sugar We're Going Down. If I recall. Yes. Yes, that is accurate. But he seems like the goofball screw up of the group. Like he's just prone to mistakes, uh, kind of a disaster. His his sense of movement in the poster seems like he's falling. So that's kind of what led me to that thought. Okay. Phenomenal, phenomenal prediction. This person with a skull mask on. Sort of reminds me of Bones from um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, the creepy kid who likes to hang out in graveyards is the only thing I thought of with this one. You know what randomly it reminds me of? Um, there's this flash game, Newgrounds flash game from back in the day where you are just a kid with a chain with a skull for a face and you just walk around with a chainsaw chainsawing people 
Oh my god. It sounds kind of like like those it's those flash games like the goose game was kind of like that too, right? Like you were just playing a goose and you just go hit shit, right? The game was called Skull Kid by the way. Skull Kid, that's wow. on the nose. <laughs> so let's move uh to the top then. Let's move to the woman in a jumpsuit holding a plate of gyoza. Obviously a chef or cook of some sort. Um the way they're drawn, I actually thought it was a dude. Um, so you're telling me it's a lady. That's news to me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the chef cook of the group, whether, whatever group she's in. Okay. And then let's finish off with this alligator headed man in a leather jacket. All the only thing I can think of is Killer Croc. That's all. That's all that's going through my head. Just Killer Croc, uh, some sort of genetic experiment or something. Some genetic experiment gone wrong. So tell me, how do you think these characters are linked? Like, what do you think? You, you know that you think the vibe is a grungy steampunk toilet. It's a place I want to hang out. Grungy steampunk toilet. How do these characters connect to that? I sort of think they're all on the same team. They're all on the same gang or mob or whatever. That they're all working together. But I really don't know. It, it, if anyone's not on the same team, it's the one with the red, uh, the red spiky hair. I think he's maybe the bad guy leader. And then the other like five or six are the plucky upstarts trying to usurp the, the spiky redheaded guy. All right. Well, I'm interested to see this like mafia overthrow anime set in a steampunk bathroom. So let's see just how accurate those predictions are by having you watch episodes one and two of Dodo Head Dodo. So we will be right back after watching those. So stay tuned. Swing up. Dodo Head Dodo. All right, we're back, and Dane, we had you watch episodes one and two of Doro Hedoro. Tell me, what did you think? This anime is bonkers. It's, I I had some predictions pretty spot on. Um, yeah, some but, of the characters you got, like, perfect. Um, yeah. But it's far more violent than I was anticipating. Uh, I mean, I suppose it's a mature-rated um, anime from Netflix, and it's just, it's it's sorcerers, not mobs. Uh, hey, Sorcerer it's mobs. both. Yeah, I guess it's both. I guess it's both. So I'm, I'm, I'm partially right, but I didn't really expect any, like, magical powers. I was thinking more realism, and they were just wearing creepy-ass masks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're still all just wearing creepy-ass masks, except for people who are the experiments, i.e., like, Kaiman. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it's pretty gruesome. Yeah, the first, the first like, 30 seconds is someone gets, like, sliced in half. So, <laughs> more, than, more than half, like, they're, like 100 sliced pieces. In a bit. They're, yeah, they're, like, ribbons. They're full-on Mecha, Mecha Frieza being sliced and diced by trunks. Such or a cool you could say it's the horse from the classic 2000s movie, The Cell, with Jennifer Lopez. Uh, AKA It Invaded. Watch our <laughs> It Invaded episode for to understand why that's a thing. But let's talk about this episode by going through a little bit of the history of Dodo Hedoro. So Dodo Hedoro is actually not a new uh, story by any means. So Dodo Hedoro is based on the manga by Q Hadashi, released in Monthly Iki Magazine from November 2000 to September of 2014, before moving to weekly shonen sunday from november 2017 to september 2018 to finish out for a total of 23 volumes so it is it has been around for a long time before it got an anime adaptation so i imagine fans of the manga were super hyped to get this last year the anime was directed by yuichiro hayashi who also directed kakeguri check out that wild ride of an episode Hell yeah he only does bonker shit and was done by studio mappa who uh who has done like a million of the animes that we've done for tokyo mx it aired from January to March of 2020 for 12 episodes, along with six OVAs, and uh, I am greatly hoping for a season two. But that is all we have for Dora Hododo as of right now. With that, let's jump into episode one and two. In episode one, Kaiman pushes the head of a sorcerer, Matsumura, into his mouth. A man slides up Kaiman's throat and tells Matsumura, you're not the one. Matsumura's partner, Fujita, escapes the grasp of Kaiman's friend, Nikaido, to try and save him, only to find Kaiman is unaffected by his magic before Nikaido breaks his finger. Hearing what the man in his throat said for Matsumura, Kaiman instantly slices him into multiple pieces. The dying Matsumura's severed hand summons a door under Fujita, allowing him to escape. Kaiman and Nikaido head back home, with Kaiman stopping to look down the alleyway where he was found. Two years previously, Kaiman was found unconscious in the alley by Nikaido, his memory blank, and his head reptilian. 
Since he can dispel the sorcerer's magic by killing the caster, Kaiman has been shoving sorcerer's heads into his mouth since, hoping that the man inside his mouth will identify the culprit. Spending most days working at the hospital for magic victims or eating at Nakaido's restaurant, the hungry bug, Kaiman returns one day to find a rookie sorcerer transforming Nakaido into an insect. Kaiman quickly kills the sorcerer, which turns Nakaido back to normal. Spotting a female sorcerer, Ebisu, emerging from a magic door, Kaiman grabs her and shoves her into his mouth. Fujita suddenly emerges through another door and grabs Ebisu, pulling her from Kaiman's jaws and back to the sorcerer's world accidentally tearing her face off in the process. Jesus. Elsewhere, a pair of sorcerer cleaners named Shin and Noi murder a group of gangsters. Shin and Noi are called in for a meeting with their boss, a highly reputable sorcerer named En. En also summons Fujita and Ebisu and asks Noi to heal Ebisu's face to find out what she knows. While Ebisu's physical wounds are easily healed, the mental distress has placed her in dissociative fugue, leaving her with no memory and reduced mental and magical skills. En requests a group find and kill Kaiman and Ikaido. The group is suddenly attacked by assassins whom En easily dispatches by turning them into mushrooms with his magic. Kaiman's boss, Vox, tells him to toss a trash bag in the incinerator, inside of which Kaiman finds a dismembered person inside who cannot die. The murdered man was disassembled and tortured with Shin's magic before being thrown into the hole, with Shin's magic preventing his separated pieces from dying. Kaiman tosses him in the incinerator to end his suffering. Later, Kaiman and Nikaido head to another town in the hole to visit a magical acupuncturist who might be able to give Kaiman his human face back. Nikaido fights off some attackers with, while out shopping and gains a clue to the acupuncturist's location. The two of them head to a bar where the acupuncturist tries to change Kaiman's face, but all Kaiman does is shed his skin with no visible change, and that's episodes 1 and 2 of Dorohedoro. The rest is still lost in chaos. That is Dorohedoro. <laughs> This is the weirdest show you guys have had me watch yet. I think it's got to be up there with like Fooly Cooly for just bizarre. Really? I don't feel it's that weird. I think it's weird. It's weird, man. Really? <laughs> the whole time I'm like, this is weird. I honestly don't find this anime super duper weird, but it's so interesting to me that you do. Yeah, I agree. Is it just because of like the magic? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I watch a lot of, I mean, Shonen is pretty much all I watch and they have a lot of magical aspects to them. Maybe it's just the like the magic matched with the level of violence I'm not used to. Usually if I watch something with a lot of violence, it's like psychopaths or something that's just, you know, set basically a realistic setting just in the future. But this yeah. I think the magic the magic with the violence was surprising to me. Yeah, and it's really interesting the way that the ma- like I really love the world they've kind of created here. It's very interesting. And you see more of it as you go, but essentially the sorcerers live in another like basically plane of existence or another world. Mm-hmm. And that is connected obviously you see as they tra- travel through the doors and but the reason the hole is so fucked up is literally just residual magic okay the doors reminded me a lot of uh monsters inc if i'm speaking my truth it, honestly like, very very I, I was like oh they could just go to another realm with, with these doors that's cool what it reminded me of was neverwhere by uh neil gaiman okay sure did yeah. you read it yeah neverwhere is phenomenal it's been a number of years, but yeah, I, I have read it at some point. <laughs> I was like, this is the Matrix meets Neverwhere. Can I say, I would say I, it's possible that they got this door idea from Neverwhere, but Monsters, Inc. is after both. So Monsters, Inc. is the thief here. <laughs> Classic Disney Pixar stealing Classic ideas from Disney other th- other things. Also, the fucking hole guard uh, definitely looks like a Cenobite, like from well, I mean, Hellraiser. Mask, but yes, I mean, same thing with Noise Mask. Noise Mask looks a little yeah. Cenobite-y. Yeah. Which, which one's Noi? No, Noi is the, the super, sexy, hot, super hot buff one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the white hair. You know yeah. I love white haired people. So I Mommy, was like, oh, sorry. hello. Mommy, I am sorry. so into giantesses and <laughs> super buff women, and Noi uh, does it for me. Honestly, it kind of sucks because I'm not that tall. And like every other sibling in my family is like 5'11 or taller. That's a lie. <laughs> One of my other sisters is like fucking six foot. And I'm just like, damn it. Why do you get to be so tall? I'm one of the shortest siblings. So many people in my family are really tall, and I blame me not eating my vegetables for not being as tall as them. You're like uh, Ed from Fullmetal Alchemist. Yeah, I just, I didn't eat my vegetables. I you didn't eat my broccoli. <laughs> but also, you have a, a brother who's siphoning your strength and energy, who's hey, keeping hey, hey. you short. Spoilers for Fullmetal Alchemist. <laughs> if they're listening to this podcast, they really I would ought to honestly, watch We did Alchemist. a Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood episode. Come on, guys. It's, it's the greatest of all time. I mean, go it's watch so it. It's literally good. one of the best animes of all time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let's talk about uh, some of the things in this. So obviously, like, Kaiman and Nikaido are very interesting characters. They almost remind me of kind of like the protagonists of, like, a pulp fiction. This honestly, in general, remi- is, this feels like yeah. if, like, 
Quentin Tarantino did a like anime? fantasy sci-fi anime. I can see that. There's so much really fun and interesting dialogue. And you also have like, we had we get so much of the quote unquote bad guys. And I'll say the show doesn't stop doing that to the extent that I honestly feel like the antagonists like En, Shin, Noi, and Ebisu and Fujita get almost as much screen time, if not more sometimes than Kaiman and Nikaido. I, and you, it's never like, yeah, these are dicks. Like you really identify with every character in this anime yeah even watching them i wasn't like rooting against them partially because i don't know anything about the story so i was like i wonder if they're even are the bad guy you know i mean it's all subjective too right because like to them like they're just practicing in the human world and like they're turning people into things isn't that aggressive to them like they're not thinking like yeah i'm a monster killing these people and then on the flip side they probably look at kaiman as like a psychopathic insane murderer who is a wizard with knives he is really talented with oh those my knives. god yeah but he's immune to magic so he that, is immune to magic because he already has a spell on him magic. as as yeah. as n explained he's the docile from bungo stray dogs check out that episode drop in drop in <laughs> apparently this episode is just me referencing all other anime that we've done to other other ip yeah that's what we're gonna do with this episode uh, <laughs> um but like you get a lot of really interesting things as you go like you know obviously kaiman and Nikaido have a very interesting like best friend relationship that they have going on where like everything like you know like they're kind of hunting sorcerers together but also then on the side kaiman is like a doctor's assistant and nikaido runs this restaurant that kaiman just eats at for free always so when i tell you that i've been craving gyoza from this because that's literally one of my favorite foods i love gyoza so it's such an important part of this anime I mean, that's all we've seen Kaiman eat through two episodes is just gyoza plates. It's straight um, up his favorite food, and I get it. I mean, I, I understand. Yeah, dip it in a little soy sauce. Delicious. Me too. Or not. You don't have to. And I mean, to the extent that, again, like, I love their friendship. Like, I love that even, like, when Nikaido's not feeling well during the rain, she, like, still packs him lunch. <laughs> I know. I She hasn't displayed any magical abilities through the first two episodes, but she's clearly a talented martial artist as well. And An I, insanely I sort of assume, talented martial artist. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, unbelievable. And I, I sort of wonder if that's how their friendship started. Like, this is just me guessing, you know, um, if that's how their friendship started and, like, they met you know, doing martial arts or in the military or something. And then he had this magic done on him to turn him into this crocodile monster. With a person inside. With a person passing, inside. With passing a person. judgments. Asking questions for the person inside to see what's going on. <laughs> what did the person say? Either way, I don't know. <laughs> it sucks. They're going to all he's, fucking die. Well, and he's got to keep the, he's got to keep them alive to hear what the answer was. And then he kills them. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to kill them regardless because, A, the second you kill a sorcerer, all the magic they've done is undone, which I kind of right. like that as like a yeah, magical rule. Yeah, I do too. That's, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I mean, it's especially beneficial just for society because nine times out of ten, the magic they do is turning people into not people. Mm-hmm. So I imagine every time he kills a sorcerer, like someone stops being like, up dog or some shit you know or we saw in the episode that where there was one guy turning people into insects failed insects failed insects that. yeah partial partial Ugh. insects and i actually thought it's sort of body horror imagery but they were playing like circus music behind it so a really weird <laughs> juxtaposition i was like this is odd can i also say yeah it's super the body horror is super interesting but just like the wanton disregard for life from the characters is very interesting because it's not played up as aggressive like every character in this is killing people just straight up there's no one in this anime not killing people like when you get and just turning those two would-be assassins into mushrooms uh which was badass like the fact that like you know just him releasing like his mask and just misting them into mushrooms fucking wild you sort of got the vibe that his powers were from his mouth because of he always kept it covered and he was smoking the pipe and um then when he did reveal that you were like oh that's tight and like the fact that shin and noi are really accomplished sorcerers but they like refuse to use their magic on people they deem as weak and they still they're still just wrecking the shit out of these people yeah the blue tracksuit buff lady is just slamming people's faces through walls <laughs> and it's like oh my gosh they're like four feet into the wall just their head and yeah just creating a crater 
Shin though has like this like very like it's almost like a like American psycho-y like music musical murder moment going on, you know? That's true. That uh, yeah, no uh what is his name? Patrick Bateman? Is that his yeah. name in, the, yes. in that movie? Yeah. I couldn't place it, but that's exactly the vibe. You're totally right. That's exactly the vibe he's giving off. Also, I just love Shin's mask and how he wears it like backwards. Yeah, it kind of does look dumb facing forward. Like he's not yeah, wrong. His little heart mask, yeah. Kind of continuing to go back to Pulp Fiction, like that see, like there's so much Pulp Fiction-y about just like the wanton, like, oh, we're going to kill these people and it's like not that big of a deal. And then we're just going to go back to talking super normally. Like the thing that really sold me on that was when they're like, all right, they, you know, they disembody the, the gang leader and then they're like, oh, all right, let's go get lunch. And then Noi like braces her arms in celebration and the trash bag, like, rips apart and all of the body parts (laughs) fall over her and he's like this is why i told you not to go off brand like that's such a quentin turn like that reminds me of in pulp fiction when like they accidentally kill the guy in the back seat yeah and they're like and they're like damn it now i've got to clean clean the back seat we gotta clean this shit up yeah (laughs) exactly like that's that is the vibe. The more you say Tarantino, I mean, he clearly loves anime. He probably would adore this anime. He would adoro hedoro this anime. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sign off. Uh, that was, I, I'm upset. I could see him being like, hey, I want to do a live action of this. And I would trust him with it. Yeah, he'd, he'd probably crush that. He'd probably crush that. Uh, so... This is our new segment. Which director do we think would do a great live action for this anime? That's going to be so hard for certain animes. Uh, this one, though, totally fits with Tarantino's vibe. I also, God, I'm just going to keep talking about the, like the random things that like I loved while watching this because this anime just immediately hooked me in. No, nothing to be said. I watched all 12 episodes like in one sitting. I loved it. I couldn't. That's not the assignment for me. <laughs> it was not the assignment for you. But I really like just also when you know uh fujita is trying to save ebisu but just literally gets her entire face ripped off that was that was like the grossest thing to me her skin her face skin mask essentially just like stuck on kaiman's teeth is such a wild visual i mean i didn't expect her to survive but you know i mean normally i wouldn't normally i wouldn't have expected to survive except she's on the cover if all that happened was the skin was ripped off your face of course you'd still be alive you you could be yeah i mean i think people would die from shock and pain i was gonna say i think it's the shock that comes in but i don't know i'm not a doctor do your eyelids come off they probably i think all all your face skin came off i think you know one connected piece of skin oh (laughs) her eyelid she can't blink (laughs) oh no <laughs> That's the worst part. So dry. <laughs> she needs. She'll need a lot of visine. Um, I really liked the, instead of like the normal like next time on Inuyasha, and they give you like six scenes from the next episode. Uh-huh. They recap like the three major things that happened from the episode. But can I say it's never actually the three major things that happen? No, it's not. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. Like you'll have the most important shit happen in an episode, and they'll be like, "This episode, we learned Kaiman likes cookies." <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, wait, but he also, like, the man inside him is so-and-so. You're like, wait, that's not the most important thing. What lies ahead is still shrouded in mystery. That is Dorohedoro. I think I think you have it like eighty percent right. I don't know if that's the exact phrasing either. But I it's think very I'm close. mixing because I've watched it in English and Japanese. I think that's sure. a combination of the English and the, the Japanese and the, uh, and the sub. Sure, it's something in between those two. But I really love it because again, it just it's so wild every time. <laughs> and again, just everything about this anime is constantly just wild. Oh, and can I say I I something that you mentioned in your prediction or in your cover uh, in when talking about the poster was that you couldn't tell you thought Nikaido was originally uh, a boy the way that uh, she's drawn and I think that's purposeful like Nikaido is very um, conservative in the way that she dresses but then you realize how like stacked like a brick shit house Nikaido is um, when the the mimic sorcerers be, pretend to be Kaiman and Nikaido and you're like oh wow Nikaido's like got some bazongas back there even when she was like sick and lying on bed i was like oh she's built like that 
Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like she mm-hmm. doesn't have like noise body, but she's got a body. Um, something that's really interesting about her design is how round and soft her face is, and it really reminds me of like um, Studio Ghibli like characters. Does that make sense? Like her eyes and just like the face shape. Yeah, I totally get that. She she's almost drawn like from a different anime, and it's probably yeah. why I thought thought she was a boy on the cover a little bit because she is a little bit plainer facially than the other weird masks. And she like really looks like older '90s anime before it started to get more angular. Yeah, can I can we go totally back to my that. predictions for a second? Like, I think I got three of them exactly oh. right. So yeah, so you got for sure you got that uh Shin was a cleaner for the mafia essentially. Uh you did not get I you know noise probably fast, but that is not a big part of her personality. You did get that uh N was uh some sort of mafioso boss type person. Uh you did get that Fujita is kind of the fuck up of the group. You had guessed that Ebisu was like a graveyard stalker, not necessarily accurate. Nikai you did guess that Nikaido was a chef, which is accurate. I mean she's holding a plate of food. Uh, it seemed that seemed easy. And then you guessed that Kaiman what did you guess for Kaiman? I forget. All, all I said was that he's Killer Croc. Um, you I didn't guess that he was had, Killer Croc. So I, I didn't I, guess that he had a person inside him. Yeah, you did not guess much else. So yeah, that's like a pretty decent success rate, though. Well, after watching it, I was like, "Damn, I did pretty good." Except for the steampunk toilet, I guess. Hey, yeah, where the we'll fuck just is need it? to be the we'll need to be the ones to make this anime steampunk <laughs> toilet anime. I mean, we do. I feel like wasn't Shin's big murder like like a assault scene in a bathroom? Shin and noise. Um, I think so. I think it was a bathroom, right? There you go, Dane. There you go. There you go. You got the bathroom in there somewhere. I also do like, though, like, while everyone is, like, very wantonly killing people, how apprehensive Kaiman and Nikaido were when they realized that Ebisu was, like, just a little girl. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised because in my head I pictured, like I said, Bones from Yu-Gi-Oh! So I was picturing a little boy. And then when it turned out it was a little girl, Kaiman was all shocked and still did it anyways. But I think everyone's killing each other, just like no bones about it, right? And they're like, oh shit, a child? I don't know. I'm a fucking murderer, but I'm not a child murderer. And I guess to be clear, I'm pretty sure that Ebisu is a teenager, like a late, like a teenager, just younger looking right and i mean obviously i also uh, related unrelated i find it so interesting that like ebisu and matsumura kind of end up getting paired off yeah and i love the scene when matsumura is trying to figure out her fucking weirdly complicated dress and just leaves her tits hanging out her one tit hanging out <laughs> he's like he's like if i do it like this her butt's hanging out but if i do it like that her boobs hanging and out and then he leaves it that way and then when he's like greeting shin and noi noi's like is her tit hanging out is that the style <laughs> these days <laughs> Honestly, me, I don't know what the style is, you know, it just, it is what it is. That's like something a conservative parent would say, be like, all these kids, all the the style these days is just having your tits out. Your tits out. The world's gone to hell in a handbasket, these kids these days. Oh my God, I haven't heard that phrase in forever. My mom used to say that all the time. Well, there, I hit you with a blast from the past. Was it a handbasket or a handbasket? A handbasket. Okay, for the longest time, I thought she was saying a ham basket, and I was like, I don't what know what this means. Basket? A basket full of ham. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Skylar, God. <laughs> but why specifically going to hell in a ham basket? Because you'll cook it when you get there. You'll cook the hams when you get to hell, because it's hot. Ooh. Oh, Boom, okay. there it is. <laughs> so, Dane, we did have you watch this in the English dub. Yeah. And that was, uh, I watched both personally and i just really actually think this anime has a really good dub cast i i don't know if you agree or not that's been kind of a consensus for this month in general i did think it i I liked everyone's voices i i think i vaguely i didn't look anything up but i vaguely recognized a handful of them which (laughs) makes a lot of sense because the the you know the world of voice acting you got to just always be working uh what really sold me on it honestly was the fact that n is voiced by the same voice actor as hisaka and you know hawk moth Mm -hmm. and other characters but he is hisaka and main villain bruh from bungo stray dogs dropping it in again second time i love bungo stray dogs uh keith silverstein uh just a phenomenal voice actor he has kind of a similar voice in everything but 
um he does affect it a lot but it's you know it's kind of somewhat similar to like a jonah scott or a uh steve bloom where like if you have Mm -hmm. that good of a voice that's what you're being hired for you're obviously gonna personal you're gonna add personality to it but at the end of the day like that's that's the voice you know you're hiring him for that he's also fun fact speaking of killer croc and kaiman he also voices vector the crocodile in sonic the hedgehog well, there you go. it's full circle i thought i've recognized kaiman's voice as well i don't know if they're a renowned voice actor but they sounded familiar to me as well um i literally have imdb constantly up for everything at the movie theater when we see movies it annoys PJ because I'm always like, I fucking know this person. What do I know them from? I do it all the time when we're watching any kind of anime, like in dub. The voice actor for Kaiman is Alex Lee, or Lei, it might be Lei, who voices Senetsu in the Demon Slayer English dub. Oh, okay. That's probably that then. Those but are I such... hate the English version. Those are such different voices. That's some good voice acting right there hate the dub of Zenitsu. Because they, they sound like completely different characters. Yeah, I agree. The English Zenitsu is not great. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. No, it- I... I'm just hunting. He is a lot of other things as well. He uh, is the voice of uh, Kusakabe in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, and speaking of Hawkmoth, he is he is in the Miraculous Shanghai special. Oh, who does he play? Uh, have you seen the Shanghai special? I don't think you have. Maybe. No, it's like the second movie. You saw the New um, York movie. There's a Shanghai movie. It. Even though it is a child show, I do love uh, Miraculous or Miraculous. Simply uh, the play- best. <laughs> Ladybug. It just brings me a, a weird joy seeing their very primitive like 3D animation style. Ugh, seriously. A cat noir simp, so. <laughs> <laughs> Which cat noir is also the voice of, uh, if, uh, so many anime well, characters. No. Cat noir is specifically the voice of Fujita, right? Bryce Pappenbrook? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's Fujita in this. I. Half of the cast of this is the cast of fucking Miraculous. Oh. <laughs> When you're at, well, oh my god! No, Ebi Sue is literally fucking lady. Is Marinette? Holy shit! It. Holy shit! This is just miraculous, Ladybug. <laughs> but Tarantino fine. Oh my god! <laughs> what a situation we found ourselves in here. <laughs> Uh, well, obviously this, uh, has some great voice actors, and again, I really just, I love Kisa Racine's, uh, characterizations of villains, because Hisika and N are already top-tier anime villains for me. Right. Uh, Bryce Pappenberg, he's my favorite voice actor. He's in so many things. He is in a million and a half things. And I could pick out his voice from anywhere. Oh, yes, he has a very distinct voice. Same thing with Kisa Racine, I can do pick them out in a lot of places pj do you know do you know what famous video game voice keith silverstein does torbjorn from overwatch he does do torbjorn great again and that's and that's honestly him really stretching that um, time to work that ability because honestly it's very hard to tell that that's keith silverstein i didn't i didn't know it wasn't a like swedish person yeah talking (laughs) oh what's with all this sitting around this is our IMDb episode. Everybody. This is the IMDb episode where we <laughs> reference other shows and just talk about who's in this show. Honestly, a it's fun a who's who of bonus great voice episode, actors. like a great bonus episode, would be us like just doing famous like anime voice actors for dubs. And, but honestly, I will say though, again, we've talked about this before. Anime dubs tend to be pretty bad, even some of the better ones. There's there are animes this month two specifically that we are going to have our our you know our guests do in in the original because they just don't have solid uh dubs and it's very rare that we do dubs on this show actually but these just had pretty solid dubs so we felt the need to you know just cover them but regardless of if we're watching this in english or japanese we have the same intro and outro so let's talk about the music of doro hedoro um so uh we have some phenomenal intros and outros uh, in this, in my opinion, I really like them. So uh, let's start off with that intro, which is Welcome to Chaos by No Name. Uh, 
Dane, what did you think of that song? It felt like like fast grunge, um, which maybe has a name and I'm just not familiar, but it felt I think like speed grunge is a genre. Okay. So oh uh, I don't know if it's like I know hardcore is a thing too, and I don't know if it fits that category. Um I'm not super into that scene, so I don't know. But it felt like like there was definitely some grungy undertones to it, and then it sped up um to be sort of almost a different genre completely. Um but I really dug it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's it's got such a mix of genres, I agree, because I especially think the very beginning with like the screaming is very very punk to me like it's like mm-hmm. very right. punk and then the rest of it is very grungy alt punk rock but like not fully punk more grunge more alt it was very interesting it's it, but it's also just in general just a great rock song i loved it it was so fun it's so good and it like specifically reminds me of something it's so good and just the texture both visually and like the texture of the song is so like unique and i love it yeah i this is a this is a banger and a half as is in my opinion the outro which is who am i by no name same band Dane, what did you think of the outro? Uh, they s- switched from grunge to like a techno pop upbeat, still upbeat, still fast, but it felt more upbeat techno. Um, and then it sounds like some video game soundtracks that I'm familiar with, and you probably are as well, PJ. Yeah. So when you play a lot of Japanese video games, uh, some of the songs start to sound similar. I I definitely agree with like the vibe. I really really like this outro. I just it it holds a very soft spot for me on the outros for this and it it's it's just really poppy but in a good way like it's it's got like a very good rock techno vibe like it still keeps the energy going and again i always do love an outro that keeps the energy pumping pace uh and this really keeps the energy pumping it's so fun and i'm happy that they weren't like oh we gotta keep it rock we gotta keep doing it like i love that just jumps genres like that and it's so fun it's definitely something i would have heard in like uh 2011 on the radio you know what i mean yes and what i especially love is that i mean at the end of the day it's the same band doing both of them and it sounds so different like completely differently so the band is no name it's uh parentheses capital k close parentheses capital n lowercase o capital w underscore all capital name uh because how else would you spell it (laughs) my username on like uh msn and it's like a collective of musicians that specifically make anna songs and they have three vocalists obviously as you can tell by the fact that the the intro was sung by a male and the outro was by a female right uh and then just a few members uh like that are play the instruments and you know produce and do all that jazz so it's literally like Phantom of the Paradise, where it's just like the one band and uh, they just have the singer switch out. Uh, yeah, kind of for sure. I definitely see that vibe and that energy. And I really like that they kind of just rotate a little bit. But yeah, I really love how versatile they get to be by being one band. But their, vi- their sounds are so different that I think we might get some uh, different answers here. So let's move to our segment. What modern or contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Dane, why don't you tell me who you think could have done a good job with Welcome to the Chaos? Uh, so like I said, I my mind rolled over a bunch of different options. Um, ones I threw out uh, included Paramore and The Runaways. But what I settled on was Soundgarden. Ooh, Soundgarden uh, is a good choice. Soundgarden, okay. I feel, has some songs that fit into that uh, like fast grunge vibe. 
And in particular, the song that came to mind was Spoon Man, kind of a little, a little quicker, a little poppier, but still with that grunge undertones. I was thinking more like uh, Rusty Cage or like Jesus mm. Christ pose, but Spoon Man mm. is actually way better for it. Good job, Dane. That's what I had in my head. <laughs> I, no, I really like it. I think that's better than mine. I, I know it's better than mine because I only went with vocals, nothing else. The vibe, not there. The vocals, I think definitely there. I went with the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, sure. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. The vocals, great. Vibe, not there. I feel like <laughs> if uh, we mixed, and it's funny because it's by the same band, obviously. I feel like if we both mixed uh, the ending and the OP, it would be the Arctic Monkeys. I could see that for sure. Um, I chose Amberlin. You like, you like your Amberlin. Have I chosen it for something else? No, I mean, like, that's like a, like, that's the, uh, it's a band I never think about, and you're the one that always brings them back into my mind. I was just like, I fucking love Feel Good Drag. I, I don't know that I could identify a single Amberlynn song, so I don't know if that's a good choice or Listen not. Listen to Feel Good Drag, and you're like, oh, I definitely heard this on the radio. Uh, but yeah, I think Amberlynn <laughs> is a phenomenal choice. I almost went with AFI, but I'm I'm satisfied with Amberlynn. I think Amberlynn is a closer choice than AFI, but I think oh, yeah. AFI would have still been a good choice. I was like, vocally, I think they could do it great, but the vibe just wasn't there, so. Yeah. Uh, okay, solid choices, except for mine, for the intro. Uh, so let's move to the outro, which was Who Am I? Dane, who do you think could do a good job with that? The only artist I really had running through my head the whole time was Daft Punk. But then to not pick Daft Featuring Punk. Featuring female artist. Yeah, to not pick Daft Punk, I'm going to go with Kavinsky. Ooh, I fucking oh, love okay. Kavinsky. Ah, if there was a Spotify wrapped back back when Drive came out, that would have been like my number one, number two, number three, and number four, and number five most played song. <laughs> yeah, same, same. I, I looked up I looked up Night Call uh, earlier oh, today. I love Night Call so much. And it's got like 200 million plays or something. So I'm like, oh, he's not unknown, but I could be 200 million of those plays. So I don't know. Maybe people don't know who he is. Yeah, I mean, people know Night Call and nothing else, but people know Kavinsky from Night Call. Because of drive, so so that's my that's my pick. I like I like Kavinsky for the uh, kind of techno upbeat vibes of this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. Definitely. Uh, I went with Blackpink. Damn it, black. Because okay, so when I first heard this, I was like, this is such a like um, K-pop sounding kind of song. Blackpink was definitely that came to mind, but I was like, can I choose? Blackpink, like it's not American artists; it's modern or contemporary artists. I know. I feel like I chose a different. Um... You know what? If you, I also would. I would also say I do think Blackpink would do good with this. My other choice would be Kda, the uh, League of Legends band, the League of Legends K-pop band. Okay. Uh, they have that one song that I love playing in Beat Saber. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I went. I'm. Actually, really satisfied with my answer. Um, I went with Icona Pop. Oh, Icona Pop is a really good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think their voices match really well. And I think they do that kind of uh, talk singing where it's not like traditional singing, it's a lot of just like talking with rhythm. <laughs> it's not rap. The only Icona Pop song I know outside of the famous one is All Night. Oh, see, I was thinking like kind of like a do it anyways kind of one. Yeah, I only know I love it because everyone knows I love it. I don't believe I know I love it. It's the song that's like, I crashed my car into a bridge. I don't care. I oh, love yeah, it. Okay. I do know that. You're right. So back when I worked in a movie theater that was inside a mall, PG would visit me every day and see like free movies. We were so good that Oscar season. We were prepared. Anyways, um, that song came on so often. And literally, I remember him just visiting the concession counter. He's like, who keeps giving her cars? Why do we keep giving her cars? She's just going to crash them into bridges. She doesn't care. She Stop loves giving it. giving her cars. <laughs> Uh, PJ, the other artist I was thinking of, I think you've played Persona 5 or some of it. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I, have, I the, love is, the music of Persona 5 at least. Is the main is the main singer, Lynn, L-Y-N, from Persona Dang, 5. Dane, I never saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah, you never <laughs> see it coming. So good. I'm in so love good. with the, the main guy from Persona 5. He is He's hot cool. as hell. I like, the, I like the sketchy. Yeah, everybody's hot. Um, but I like the sketchy doctor lady. That's my, that's, uh, that's my lady. 
And Makoto, obviously Makoto. All right. So, Dane, typically this is kind of where the music section ends, but I've got a special surprise for you. We're going to eat up more of your time tonight because this anime in 12 episodes has six different outros. Oh, my God. While we have this song, Who Am I, in episodes one, two, and seven, we're going to go through every outro and you're going to tell me your definitive ranking for the outros of Dodo Hedoro. Oh my god, hold on, I gotta get so pen and paper go ahead back. and get something ready. Skylar, if you want to get something ready, that's fine too. Alright, here is the second outro, which is Night Surfing by No Name. They're all by No Name, but I'll still say it. All right, Dane, what did you think of that one? Uh, that's also really, really good. Um, I'm excited to see the next uh, handful here. All right, this is outro three, DDDD by No Name. <laughs> All right, what did you think of DDDD? Uh, it's my favorite outro video so far because it's Doom. It is uh, right? much, much Doom. PJ was so excited to talk to me about this when we were watching the first two episodes together. All right, this is outro four, which is Strange Meat Pie by No Name. All right, Dane, what did you think of that one? Um, not uh, not my favorite of the four we've heard so far, oh. but I'll, uh, yeah. All right, we're going to move on to outro five, Seconds Fly by No Name. All right, Dan, what did you think of that one? Uh, I like that one. That reminded me of Persona again. Uh, I have a similar <laughs> vibe to Persona. I love Persona. Uh, right. Four and five. The only two I've played. All right. And our final outro, which is 404 by No Name. All right, Dan, what did you think of 404? Uh, that one I liked a lot. It uh, kind of had some like new metal rap vibes to it. It also reminded yeah. me of Pump It Harder by the Black Eyed Peas. Yes! Yeah. Pump yeah. It Harder. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that is every outro from the 12 episodes of Doro Hedoro. So uh, I'll give you a minute. Calculate. Tell me uh, to rearrange things. Put people where you're going to put them. Um, while we wait for yours, uh, Skylar and I will go. I'll go first. Um, so from worst to best, uh, my worst, uh, and I like all of them, let me be clear, is Night Surfing, which was the second outro. <gasps> uh, okay. In five, I have Strange Meat Pie, the fourth outro. In fourth, I have DDDD, the third outro. In third, I have Seconds Fly, the fifth outro. 
In second, I have Who Am I, that first outro. And in first, I have 404, the last one. Skylar, what about you? So I have the same one for you. I have the same one as you. I have the second ending as my last, but the visuals are so fun and I love them. My fifth was the sixth outro. I'm sorry. It's fine. We don't have to agree. Yeah. The fourth for me is fourth place. Fitting. (laughs) My third is also third place. All right. Well, you're getting a little on the nose here. Uh, And then the second, my second favorite was ending five. So that means ending one is your number one. Yes. And also (laughs) the the essential callback, the song that is essentially just a callback to outro one is your second favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, But I love it. I mean, that's why they were right next to each other for me as well. Uh, all right, Dane, tell us your definitive ranking of the outros for Dodo Hedoro. Okay, starting from my least favorite, I, I too liked them all pretty well. Um, my least favorite of the bunch was outro number four, followed by second least favorite was outro number three. Um, I didn't write the names of any of these down. That's so. fine. Neither did I. <laughs> um, my, right in the, my next least favorite was outro two. Um, next was outro five. My second favorite outro was the last one, the new metal rap hip hop kind of one. Dane has taste. And and my favorite was also outro number one though. Outro one oh, is yeah. a banger. General consensus is that number one is top tier. So our weighted ranking, if we're uh, taking our rankings and kind of making a uh, a definitive list between the three of us, that would have Night Surfing, which is outro two, at our last place. We would have Strange Meat Pie at our fifth place. We would then have DDDD at our third place, 404 at our third place, Seconds Fly as our second place, and Who Am I as our first place. That sounds right. I mean, the first the first intro is really good. We all had that ranked one or two, right? Yeah. So yes. So solid. Uh, I'm glad you got to hear all those songs. It was really wild. I had never. I've never really seen an anime change outros this often. Uh, I, For one season. I'm so yeah. I'm jarred when an, an when an anime changes at mid season. So this was wild for me. <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm I'm rewatching Inuyasha and I just got to the second intro and so I I'm never going to skip it cuz it's perfect perfection. The second intro or the second outro? Oh, excuse me, the second outro. You're right. There Sarah. we go. Yeah, no, the second outro with Sad Sushomaru. It's the best visual. Perfection. Yeah, you can't see sounds, but I can see those sounds from that yes oh yeah it's all purple oh <laughs> gross um all right well uh i love this entire music round uh so now let's take a break and watch some more videos because we obviously watch all of those videos but let's watch some videos for context this time uh and we'll be right back with your closing thoughts so stay tuned everyone Bring up. Doro Doro. All right, we're back. We watched some additional clips, some additional context, some additional shocking moments. All right, Dane. Tell me, after all of that, what do you think of Dodo Hadoro? Um, it's obviously going to continue to be weird and violent and kind of funky. Um, I'm interested to see where things go. I met a lot of new characters, saw some new powers. Uh, it's definitely interesting uh, seeing kind of the characters' growth and a little bit of the backstory. Because um, I didn't get much backstory with just the first two episodes. You never do. Uh, Skylar, it was also your first time watching this. What did you think? I really liked it a lot. Couldn't watch it while I was eating because there's too much nose crunching in it. And that's like where I draw the line is nose crunching. It's great. It's animated, like so grungy. And I love it. It's very interesting, like 2D CG situation going on with the art style. And usually like I could just, you know, usually I could separate it so easily and it's ugly and I don't like it and I feel like it's not as seamless but it's blended so well when it fits this you know it it fits the weirdness where it's like (laughs) yeah it's just kind of disjointed because they're all like little pocket worlds Uh, I love that obviously as someone who obviously loved it watched all 12 episodes Dane Tell me, did you end up with a favorite character? It's the blue tracksuit lady. Yeah. Noi. Noi. I was with literally the, about to be yeah, like, sure. all right, Dane, tell us it's Noi. We all know. Yeah. White hair. She's built like a tank and she kicks ass. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Noi is super duper hot and super, super powerful and super, super competent. So like Noi is the whole package here. Right. Noi can get it. Noi could get Nick. Noi could also fucking get it. 
right, Skylar, who's your favorite character? I feel like Noi is a top, and I'm so into it. 100%. It's Johnson. No, I'm joking. It's Noi, but I do love the Groot character that's a bug. Uh, Johnson. Yes. Um, but it is Noi. Uh, see, I do love Noi. And honestly, uh, if you do watch it, you get some of Noi's backstory. Noi's backstory is very interesting. Super duper interesting. Especially when you watch, like, not at all buff Noi. Very interesting. But, uh, while I do love Noi, her senpai is truly my favorite. Because Shin is my favorite character. Ah, okay. Uh, I love Shin. He's got such an interesting backstory. He's also just insanely protective and loyal and caring, but also the most powerful, most insanely beast mode murderer ever. Uh, and I, I love him as a character. It was hard not to pick N because N is also really funny and really interesting. Or Kaiman, because I also really love Kaiman, but it's it's got to go to Shin for me. All right, so we have your thoughts. We have your favorite characters. So, I mean, it's time that we uh, kind of wrap this up. So what did we learn this episode of Quiet Disappointment? We learned that the voice cast of Miraculous Ladybug also did a lot of voices in Dodo Hadoro. We also learned that Dane likes characters with white hairs. What's left is still shrouded in darkness. That is Kawaii Disappointment. That isn't where we end, though. We're not going to stay shrouded in confusion and darkness because we're going to answer the important question here. Dane, will you keep watching Doro Hedoro? I think I will. I The, the context clues or, or clips you gave me made it seem like it's going to continue to be pretty interesting. And just the first two episodes of an anime never gets you much detail. Um, so I'm looking forward to continuing this one. Yeah. And you know what? It's just 12 episodes for now. So it's a quick, quick get through. They're not even 20. I think they're like 23 minutes. So they're not even full 30 right so. i love to hear that uh, obviously i'm super excited because i love this anime uh yeah. so uh yeah all of that said super exciting and skylar uh do you feel similarly i see i assume oh definitely i liked this so much just not while i'm eating unless it's gyoza so if the question was would you watch this while eating this would get a quiet disappointment but it didn't it's getting a kawaii success yes but that's not where this episode ends because it's time for is there an mv for that AMV, anime music videos. Is there an AMV for that? all right dane you know the rules give me a song and artist for dodo hedoro uh, so I'm going back to the first song um, and thinking about grunge and 90s. I went Nirvana, Come As Ooh. You Are. Ooh. As you are. I feel like there's transformations and changes, so that was my thinking. All right, Dane. There is an AMV for Come As You Are yes. by Nirvana to Doro Hedoro. That is the first three-pointer of Best of 2020 month. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been hard. <laughs> You know, but you know what? These are new new animes, so it's hard. Yeah. There's not a ton of product out there. Dane, though, found it, killed it. I was a little concerned because this AMV is uh, mostly like uh, manga panels, but and I was like, I have, I have to, I have to watch through to see if there's actual animated sections from the anime, and there is right up top. With that, 100% a three pointer, really breaking the breaking the zero streak here. Skylar, let's see if you can uh, add to that. So, like, it was so hard not going with, like, a System of a Down song or something that's, like, a little bit more violent. Um, And I was just like, shit, the problem is we keep not going with modern songs. And so I'm going with Mother Mother because I've been listening to them a lot lately. Specifically, Hayloft. Skylar, way to fucking add to the three-pointers here because there is 100% at least two Hayloft by Mother Mother Dodo Hedoro AMVs. <laughs> Thanks, Mother Mother. You are killing it. Way to break a down streak here on the Quiet Disappointment Podcast with three points across the board. Woot woot. But this anime may be too new to have a fourth point. <laughs> it's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus point. Is there an AMV for Dora Hidoro to Evanescence bring me to life? All right, Dane, tell me, do you think there will be an AMV? The most concerning thing is that it's so new, but I... Hmm. I'm going to go with yes, that there is one. Unfortunately, Dane, ah. you do not get that coveted fourth point, but you still have Disappoint. the highest points of the month with your solid three-pointer. I was like 55% to say yes, 45% to say no. 
Um, I feel like even if this did come out like a long time ago, it's just there's no way to match that vibe. I know there's no, like a lot is, of death in it's it. Death, but it's not like somber at any point. Yeah. There's no somber moments in this anime. It's too casual. Yeah, even when they're like holding people's heads in their hands, they're doing it casually. It's really weird. Everything's a conversation. It also reminds me of um, Umbrella Academy, those two killers. Yes, which are, yeah, 100%. Love, 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 love that vibe. Wow, way to go regardless. So solid three points in the book, a kawaii success in the book, and another phenomenal showing on the Quietest Point Podcast on Best 2020 Month. Let's hope we can make that a five for five by the end of this. But Dane, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for inviting me back. Yeah, Dane, thank you so much. Uh, We always love having you on and we uh, are glad that you enjoyed this anime and we're glad that you had a fun time recording it and we also hope that our listeners had a fun time listening to it we hope you guys had a good time a fun time a dodo time a head dodo time a dodo head dodo time a imdb time an imdb <laughs> the podcast time but until next time we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Dane. The rest is still shrouded in mystery. That is Kawaii Disappointment. Shocking. Shocking. Johnson. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kawaii Desupod. On Facebook, you can also find the official Kawaii Disappointment group where you can interact with us as well as other fans of the podcast. Or go to our website, kawaiidesupod.com, for links to the socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. 